Hello there, and welcome to my live podcast every Wednesday at four o'clock. I am here to help you. So I'm live on Facebook and Twitter, and also, or X, now it's X actually, and um, on my YouTube channel. And welcome everyone who's going to be coming. And if you're here later, that's okay. I am Natasha Venter. I am a multi-life intuitive. I know a lot of past lives that I have. Well, there isn't hardly anyone that I don't know about because I've always known those doorways. And I'm one that I am been intuitive my whole life. So that's why I'm called a multi-life intuitive. Come from a very multi-life family too. So comes on both sides of me, right? So with that, this is every day with an angel. And I hope my every day with an angel podcast shorts are helping you also, because I love to give those little inspirational times during the week to give you an uplift. And I hope that they are helping you. So today is my day that I am live by myself. Mondays until the end of the year will, I mean, the first of the month, like next week, will be uh, will be Susie Parker Goings, and it'll be November first, which is All Saints, or is it All Saints Day? Or if it's all, you know, it's the season for spirit, right? But I thought I would do this a week ahead because of the fact that we're all in the midst of you know this season where you know spirits are becoming alive. And because we were going into this holiday season of Thanksgiving, well, Halloween, Thanksgiving, and then Christmas, right? Or whatever you believe in, Hanukkah. Um, and then, um, you know, there's a lot of others that are out there. And um, Kwanzaa, there we go. Um, hi, um, William. Yeah, so it's one of those things that, um, you know, we all believe in something. Or if we don't, you know, we still get kind of thrown into this time of the year. And so with that, that, you know, going into this season, you know, it's the season of spirit, it's the spirit of who we have around us. And I wanted to kind of give you an idea on the negotiations that we have when we're dealing with spirits and ghosts and these things that come into our lives, right, that, that negotiate around us. And, you know, we're all in the midst. And, you know, I've been dealing with... Um, spirit since the day I've been born. I My house was quite um, energetically challenged with spirit. And part of the spirit was is that my grandfather passed away in the basement. So I always kind of had that really weird feeling down in the basement. Not to say that my grandfather was there, but you know, the residual energy of somebody passing can carry that energy, right? And then, you know, then all my whole life, you know, I didn't like to go downstairs to go to the bathroom because in the middle of the night, because all I heard was, which is actually the energetic conversations, right, of spirit. And people have always said that they saw um, people walking around in our front, in our kitchen area, you know, my my dad was very intuitive. My mom became more and more insightful, you know, because when you're around somebody who's intu intuitive, you come more insightful. It's kind of like going into a meditation when you have a group of people around you, right? You can meditate better. Well, the same thing goes for people who are intuitive. So my mom became a little more intuitive. So with that, that I have been around spirits since day one. I grew up with um, 
saying, I went to a Catholic school. So, you know, I was saying in the Hail Mary and, and our father prayer when I was little, because I, I would hear three steps, one, two, three. And then I feel the energy of a masculine energy peering around the corner at me, just checking in on me. But me being a, a second, third, fourth, fifth, and sixth grader, right? That I was so confused with that energy. And, you know, a lot of our young ones now coming into this world are very much more intuitive than us adults, right? There's many more that are more sensitive to the energies around us. And when we're working in with that, those people around us that say that this is what I see, this is what I sense, and then we don't see or sense it, and then we have a hard time believing them, right? But it is true. There are beings around us. And many of our family members who are very young, you know, more uh, like maybe one or two, that they're talking with like grandma and grandpa who have passed or uh, anybody, right? And so going into that dance that, you know, it's not always that we know who's around us. Many times we get a sense of somebody around us because of our senses. You know, we sense something, like we hear something or we smell something or we can't even taste it. You know, like, you know, how cigarette smoke is palatable and you can almost taste it. Well, sometimes if we have a family member or someone who used to live in the house who smoked, you know, we would maybe get that residual energy. And how do you deal with this, right? How do you negotiate this sense of spirit around us? Well, we really sometimes don't have a choice, but sometimes we do have a choice and there's ways of negotiating. And, you know, for me, I have had in this house, a lovely woman who I call her the caretaker of the house. I also have dragons in this house. I believe in a lot of things. So nobody can really, you know, challenge me with other belief systems in the sense of that kind of go, okay, yeah, that makes sense or doesn't, you know, because sometimes people bring some perceptions to me that kind of go, oh yeah, I have woken that now. Thank you very much for awakening that in me, you know, because sometimes you don't know something that you're supposed to know until you know you're supposed to know it. But, you know, going into this, that, uh, you know, we've had this woman in the house who's actually scared my younger um my uh, son when he was growing up and I had to kind of give some boundaries to that woman because of the fact that, you know, she would scare my kids and it's not that she was scaring them. She was checking in on them, but their young age, right? They were under the perception that there was somebody coming after them. And, you know, one of my, both my kids are intuitive. One's a little bit differently intuitive than the other one. We all have different skills, right? And you can't, not one person is intuitive the same as another. But there is this opportunity for us to negotiate our world by seeing that there are other things out there, right? There's other things that we know about. And so a lot of times, the things that we have around us, we see them out of the corner of our eye. We see these darts going out of the corner of our eye. So if you see things going out of the corner of your eye, you know, or like you're kind of like just dream, drifting off and all of a sudden, you know, or you, you kind of, your eyes are kind of in that kind of, you know, when you kind of go into where your eyes are a little bit um, off focus. That's actually a great way to see somebody's um, um, aura, or I would call spirit. Uh, or is our soul is, is that, that, um, that glow and, and you have to do it kind of with your eyes off center, you know, out of focus a little bit. And when you do that, you can actually see the energies of things a little bit more. Everything has energy. 
a table can have energy. Now, my table that I have here, it's not necessarily real wood. It's it's kind of particle type wood. But I have furniture that is old and it's or it was made by someone and things have energy, right? But going back to this time of the year again, as I'm getting off track here and I apologize, that coming into this this year, we are waking up to a lot of spirits. And also, this is our time of our lifetimes where we are getting very much engaged with the spirit around us. Now, I'm going to say like um, if you have gone over to um, Scotland or Finland or or um, Ireland or um Northern England, you know, some of these countries that have always believed in spirits, fairies, and and all the different creatures, right? That their veil has gotten a lot more depth in depth because of the fact that that their veil has already been thin, right? But us, and like in the U.S. and a little bit of other countries, we've been more closed down to how spirit has been, and our veil, as the cliche word has been, the veil between us and them is getting a little bit more thinner every day, every day, sometimes every hour, because of the fact that we are in the midst of maturing ourselves into knowing that we are not the only thing on this planet. Us in the physical body, us in this physical body are not the only thing on this planet. And like my room that I'm in, it has many different guides and spirits in this room. Now, I'm going to tell you it's protected, so only good things are in here. Angels, guides, um, my guides, and when I'm working with somebody, their guides come in. I allow their guides to come in. But how do you negotiate this story of uh, how can we be uh, who we are and know that there's something else out there, right? How can we believe that? Well, sometimes you get that feeling like somebody goes, through your hair, right? Or you get the feeling that uh, that you get that, like I was saying, a smell, a certain smell, a perfume that your aunt used to wear, or grandmother used to wear, or mom used to wear, or um, or uh, you kind of hear maybe kind of a giggle, just out of the blue, that maybe your sister or brother, whoever you know has passed away, would do, right? Or you might feel somebody. You know, that if you had a buddy who would come up behind you and kind of give you a throat choke, right? <laughs> Just as a joke, not necessarily that it was serious, but all of a sudden you kind of get this feeling like someone's on your back and you can't, right? That's how spirit talks to us is that it does take energy to get to that point. But at the same time, though, it is a, a dance of spirit that we, that's how they let us know that they're there or an idea will pop in our head. You know, there's been times where I would be cooking something and all of a sudden, <coughs> excuse me, all of a sudden an idea pops in that, um, that, oh, I need to put in that seasoning. Where did that come from? Right? Well, it came from the idea that, you know, my mom or, or grandmother would, would throw in an idea for, for the flavorings for something to get it more right than wrong. So spirit comes and talks to us in different ways. Yes, they can get, I don't want to say get into our head, but yet they can. It depends on how much protection you have around you. That, that it is a, a process of energy that 
that they can whisper to us. Now, I'm not saying that um, they will hijack us like channeling or anything like that, but they can whisper thoughts into our head if we're especially open to understanding that, that, that we can have communication. That's how a lot of my communication is during being an intuitive, is, is that I get thoughts in my head. I get voices, uh, not voices, but, but, but a voice that tells me a certain thing. And when we're going into this dance of, of who we are and what we're doing, that many times that um, how we negotiate our story is, is more beneficial or not. So try believing in the outer world, right? Try believing in who you are. Try to believe in that there is something greater out there than who you are. So William, if you're still out there or whoever else is watching, if you would like to make a comment about one of your moments where you had spirit or a ghost or an energy that you felt that was around you, if you could kind of give me a little bit of a, of an insight on that, I would be great to hear your story. And then I'll put that post up here, um, comment up. And if you're on Twitter watching me, that um, I do not get your comments on Twitter. So if you can go to my YouTube channel, Natasha Venter AC, and and uh, you can make comments there, Natasha Venter AC. I really know that that like I was saying that you know when I had that spirit that came around and talked to me, the gentleman who in my bed, you know, who when I was in bed as a young girl, that you know I was too afraid to talk with them. That's the thing that with, with energies and spirit around us is that, you know, we give them power, they have power. If we give them power, they have power. Now, there are powerful energies out there like um, poltergeists and um, more dark energies, you know, something that is haunted in a negative way, you know, sane asylums and things like that. You know, they've had reign of that property forever. And so like even me, you know, yes, I can go in and, and help pass some of those spirits away uh, over. But at the same time, though, some of them don't want to go. And some of it is residual energy. And that's the thing that we sometimes don't understand that residual energy, kind of like if you're on a, um, you go back east to the uh, to the uh, well, the um, Civil War fields, right? And you have these lights like lanterns going through, and they they take the same path all the time, right? Well, that's residual energy. That is something that something traumatic happened with that group of people, that group of men um, that um, that that going into this knowing. And when we go into this story of who we are and what we're doing, that that residual energy, like our soul doesn't come down here all in one place. And this is my belief. So remember, if you have your belief system, you have yours, your truth is your truth, mine is mine. But I want to give you a perspective that our soul isn't always whole here. It's up, um, it's in another dimension. It's in other dimensions. Um, if you ever saw Loki or Dr. Strange, oh my gosh, they have some truth in those, those shows, right? So our soul isn't all in one place. So sometimes when we have this residual energy, this residual understanding, 
that um, that it can make a mark in our on our in our homes. It can make a mark on certain land. Like there was some trauma in like the the civil wars, right? And a lot of those negotiations. And so when we have death in a certain place, it can leave that that snapshot or an energy field of our soul on that place. And, and sometimes we can get that feeling, right? Well, that energy is somewhat easy to clear. I've cleared that kind of energy before. And we just ask it to stop and we get, you know, there's ways of negotiating and it's sometimes bigger than what somebody just, um, somebody who's never done it before might be want to call in more of a professional for that. But when we're going into this residual energy to keep this conversation going just for a few more minutes, that, uh, that that's where we see things out of the corner of our eye and somebody keeps walking through the room, right? It just keeps walking through. They had, this was one of their favorite places to be, you know, like a bar. Um, and it was one of their main places that we're going to be. So then at the same time that, that, that keep, we keep seeing that out of the corner of our eye. And that might be where a lot of these um, shows now that go in and they can see certain things, right? Is that, that, that snapshot is there. So there are ways to know about spirit. And this is the time where spirit starts coming out. I really dislike driving on Halloween. Do you know why? Because there's a whole lot more out there than just the kids and the parents running around. You know, like sometimes a leaf runs by and it's like, oh, was that a spirit? You know, it's like you have to be careful. And I know for me, I see more spirits than leaves. So I know that they're out there. And sometimes, you know, we have family members who have children who have passed. My love goes to you. There's nothing like losing a child. My love goes to you. When we have these children that go, sometimes they go trick-or-treating with us because they want to have fun, right? And it's, a, and it's a good memory time for people. And then we have our All Saints Day on November 1st, which is another doorway. And so our, you know, we call in a lot of energy on Halloween. You know, there's these different costumes that we have. There's different understandings. and and it's not necessarily that any are bad or good, but you know, there was a time when my husband dressed up as a devil. I can tell you this was the time that he was, when he was drinking and his eyes turned red several times. And being someone who drinks, that's a good way to let spirits attach to you. But at the same time, I was there and I said, no way, no way. And so I cleared that energy away from my husband. He didn't know it was there. I did not ask permission because it was dark. It was dark energy. And I do not no, not in my house. No way, no how not with someone who I love. And so going into that story is, is that how can you clear energies if you feel one in your house? Well, partly when you're in a home, and you have the ability to say, this is my home. I am a caretaker now. Thank you for being here. I want you gone. You don't say it that gently. You say it actually with, with some 
some moments. Now, there are ways that, you know, if you've got somebody like a poltergeist or someone who's very negative or very much moving forward. Now, there's some houses over in like um, England and and stuff that are very old, right? And they are very haunted. They are going to stay haunted because basically the land is haunted. The 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 place is haunted. The the people can become haunted, right? And haunted is not the right word, but it's the word that's the cliche word right now. But going into this, that how do we negotiate where we're at and what we're doing is, is by the more power we give things, the more power they have. Now, now, if like I was saying, though, if you have a strong energy, please call in a professional. Please, please, please call in a professional. If you have a religious back, call in a priest. If you have a Native American and or if you live on Native American land and you are call in the um, the medicine man of the land or the chief of the land. Right. Because if you are negotiating the world with you, it's about part of it. Right. It's about part of it. And so if you call in, if you if this has been tribal land and somebody built on tribal land because it wasn't honored, well, there's a good haunting for you, right? But there's a way to honor the land. There's a way to negotiate that so that you're not necessarily having problems with it like you did before, but it's calling it in, right? So going in and doing that. So go in and get the professional. And if, like I said, if you're in a in a place where you know that, like say that the land has been, um, like if you're over in where somebody um, was there and they were of the Hindu religion, call in a, uh, someone, a man of the Hindu religion. And I apologize. I don't know the name of the, of the, the priest or the, 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 uh, the person to do that. Right. Um, I do not want to ever dishonor anybody. So if I'm using the wrong ling- wordage, I apologize. It's been a day. <laughs> it's been a day. It's been a lot of days, since, especially since the eclipse and before the eclipse, right? But going into this dance of spirit, remember that sometimes we have family members, our grandmothers, our mom, dads, aunts, sisters, brothers, um, children, they sometimes, if they know that we are, if, if they have a good relationship with us, that's the thing about spirit. If spirit stays around us 24-7, they need energy to, dra- to stay there, which means either they are draining light bulbs or they're draining us. So sometimes when we have um, spirit that sticks around us, that um, we start feeling more tired more, um, more, uh, oh, what's the word? Uh, uh, stressed, not feeling like ourselves. Sometimes there's been a time where, um, one time I was a little bit grumpy. I was more grumpy. I'm not a grumpy person, but I was sure grumpy, right? Just a minute. I got to get something to explain something here that, um, when, when I was grumpy and I did, and I noticed that I wasn't me, I noticed that I wasn't me all the way, right? I had something that was attached to me. So that's where, that's where you use sage. Um, Hi, Michelle, how are you doing? Um, uh, uh, That, um, that uh, it's one of those things that, that, you know, we go into and we need this, the story, but 
you know, going in. So if you get a spirit that pops in and pops out, that's a good thing sometimes because we get these, these beings that kind of pop in and, and they're family members and they just want to say hi, check in on us. We dream about them. We get that, right? But the thing is, though, if they stick around and there's some places that stick around who are not part of us and they're, um, hi, oh, you're great. Oh, I'm so glad. Um, and I so miss you. Uh, so going into the story that, you know, it, it, it's that thing. So when we get these residual energies that are around us, especially if they're a little bit attached to us, smudging is a great way to do this, right? Smudging is a great way to do this. I need to get a light and I apologize. I'm walking away and I don't want to do that, but yet here I am. Okay. So smudging is a great way to do this. And I know a lot of people know how to smudge, but you have to have a shell, a shell that is, um, that is pretty, you know, this is pretty thick, you know, it's a pretty thick one. Um, so you don't, sometimes you get the really thin ones and they can get pretty hot, but you want one that is pretty thick so that you can basically hold it. This one came to me and I'm so grateful for it because this is what ends up happening to them. They get pretty dark, right? And I've got some old sage in here because I don't really want to get it going, but you light it. Oh, let me see if I can do this right. You want to light it so it adds some, um, some, uh, you'll get it to where it goes like this and you can see the smoke. And what you want to do is you want to cleanse yourself. You want to smudge yourself, right? And, you know, this is actually good to do after a long day. Remember to get your back. And what's sage? Sage is one thing that's really good. And the, and there's different sages out there. But sage is, is the one that you want to use for cleansing. There's also frankincense and myrrh. Those are also good for um, doing the really deep cleansings. Uh, I know that I do some of the incense that you do like um, the priest does in, in church, right? But wherever you're feeling stuck, now remembering if you have a feather, whatever energy of that bird, it's going to be the energy that is created. So if I have hawk and I'm swishing hawk around, right, then hawk feather, ooh, that feels good. I guess I needed to do that because <laughs> I've been around some places that have been a little sticky, right? And then if you want to clear off your third eye, your throat, your chest, your gut, your shoulders, right? Use this. And I can tell you after, um, after using the smudge, the sage, and those that are on podcast later, I was holding a Kong shell um, of seashell and then I was using a hawk feather and then I was lighting stage. And so, um, and I hope I described that good enough for you. But going in and doing that, you can go in and, and cleanse yourself. Now, I can tell you, go do your legs, do under your feet, cleanse yourself really good. Because, you know, we even get residual energy from, let's say, someone who, um, uh, you know, going into, like, I work in elementary school. You imagine how much energy is there. You go into work and you have a bad day. Cleanse yourself. Do a sea salt bath. Because there is residual energy, right? And so cleansing yourself, but going back to spirit, because today shows intentions about spirit, that sometimes we have spirit that aren't as good. Like uh, Michelle, if I can use your house as an example, you had a little boy there, right? And I know you would say yes. So you had a little boy at your place and he was from a previous owner, previous people who lived there. 
and his energy was residual there. Um, and he was actually part of his soul was there too. He had a lot of pain and ha that happened in that house. So there's a part of him that stayed there, a part of him that stayed there. And if you want any more explanation than this, I'm asking you to make a session with me because I can give this a little bit more detail around your house and around you. Cause I do house blessings and clearings, even on virtual, uh, that, you know, going in and, and doing this, that, you know, he, he wanted to be there and he's been hard to get rid of. I know. Um, but yet at the same time, though, there's compromises and, you know, there's been times where she got him out of the house and, and was able to put him in a shed, right? Not to say that he was needed to be a shed, but sometimes we have to detach the energy. It's kind of like the cords that get put somewhere, like they wrap themselves around something. And if you can unwrap them and put them into a neutral or place and give them something to do, like we put um, cars out there and, and some fun things out there for this kid, Right. That, that sometimes when you take that energy out, sometimes you can derail it from being so stationary and so stuck in a place. And, um, and when we're going into this dance that, you know, going out into the story, you know, that, that when we de, uh, strengthen, unstrengthen. Thank you for that word. I love how they put words in. See, that's how universe talks to you. They put words in your head <laughs> that, that, that when you unstrengthen their hold and, and take them out, many times you can move them on a little bit better and easier. And sometimes they come back. Sometimes we can make that compromise. Spirit isn't always about yes or no. It's about, you know, how do we work with them? And I know going back to the woman of my house, I didn't want to get rid of her. She was a caretaker here. She was like a, um, a protector here. And um, once we got, she got the idea that I was here to help her um, house, uh, that I wasn't going to be taking it apart or destroying it, that I was actually loving the old way that it looked, the old style of it. I was going to actually make it more of a farmhouse. She actually settled down she actually compromised and, and she became more breathable in the sense of she wasn't so stationary. So that's the thing about life is, is that many times if we talk with spirit, it depends on the, the spirit of the house or the spirit of the, of the energy that many times we can come in and, and have spirit as a benefit to us because she's not taking our energy. She's here on her own advice and her own knowing. I also know that I also have house angels in this house that I've asked to be here and protect and fairies and stuff like that. So they're also basically here too. So we get these energies that are coming around us and we don't always know what it is. There again, and I'm circling around a lot with what I'm doing here because of the fact that everything kind of evolves into another thing. And so going back to what I said at the beginning here, what you see darting out of the side of your eyes, right? The corner of your eyes, or you kind of, um, you, uh, you, you go into that, that understanding that many a times, uh, that energy is there, um, to show you that you're not alone, right? Now, fairies, the fae, they can be just as um, energetic and there. And Michelle, I'm going to kind of use you again <laughs> here as I can because, and I can use my house too. But, you know, one, one of your daughter's room um, had a fairy in it. 
are the elemental. And she was really scared. What's that thing in my closet, right? And the more that, that I sat down with her and said, so let's try this out. And I, I empowered her. I wanted to empower her because the more empowered you can be, the more understanding you could be with the world around you and then who has strength over you, right? And so going into that, that we, we ended up having it come out of the closet a little bit more instead of peering around the closet at her, which is quite scary, right? But if you say, hi, this is who I am. And I don't know, Michelle, if, if things have gotten better with that fairy. I'm getting that it did. Um, that, that actually, um, uh, that, that, um, that it, uh, uh, that, it, you know, it became more of a protector for her. Right. And, and they worked together because, um, actually that daughter was more of the, of, you know, our soul is part of a lot of different parts of us. Right. So that some of it is angels. Sometimes it's fairy, sometimes it's dragon. Our soul is a lot of different things. And so her daughter was a lot of fairy. And so the fairy kingdom wanted to say, hi, welcome here. Welcome to our home, right? And so with that, that going into that energy, then they were more commune together. And that's the thing is if you can commune with the energies around you more, you know, you know when and how to say this is not allowed in my house. I've had walkthroughs. So walkthroughs can be that, hey, I'm a bright light as a human. And um, and then the soul goes, oh, I like you. And then walks through the house, right? I don't get as many walkthroughs in my house because I have so many protections up. Because of who I am, I do not want to be bombarded in, in spirit realm. Um, uh, I hear them talking all the, yes, I hear them talking all the time. <laughs> <laughs> yes, because it's like they he actually turned out to be a guide for her. And so that's one thing that that you know, we can have guides that are fairies, we can have guides that are angels, we can have guides that are like my dad who's passed over. He's kind of a guide for me, right? And and so it, it's one of those things that we go into this, but you know, how can we negotiate this world around us and but it's about finding out what's there. So if you feel like somebody's in the house and you don't know who it is, then call up somebody who can help you with that, right? Call up a, a, a psychic medium or call up somebody like me who can help you because uh, I can help you out with that. Like I have a client that we're going to be um, talking about protection for his house because his sister's moving in. And she's of a, a moment where um, she can attract energies and she's going to have caregivers coming in. And so they will bring in energies. And so how do you protect your place with that? And I can't give everything away here, but at the same time, because that would be a, a, a that would be a class, right? That going into the story that you can protect your home. Do you see who's behind me here? I'm going to get up again. I have a gargoyle in my window, right? I have a gargoyle. I also have, um, I also have Archangel Michael and I do have a crystal here, right? So I have these different things in my windows for a certain reason. If you see up in this window behind me here, right? I have hawks. I have different things. I have dragons. And I have um, things to stop the energy. I also do feng shui. So slowing down the energy because that's 
straight out the window. And so there's a lot of energy that goes out there. So I've put up. Now, I'm not a minimalist. You can tell that behind me. But at the same time, though, I am one that I can work with the energies around us. So going into this, there are ways to negotiate the world around us. So, Michelle, what do you say? Um, so you said... Um, I miss you too. You also said, um, yes, I hear them talking all the time. That was with your daughter and the fairy. So you also said, um, my whole family appreciates you without, without the cleaning, clean cleansing of the house. When we moved in here, um, help set up the boundaries who was allowed to stay as protection and guides. Yes. So, you know, there is those things that we have protections. Now I'm going to go to, um, our house. Yes, I, I understood that. <laughs> I do. It's hard to type sometimes real quick. Like my, my kid who had dealt with depression had two dark fairies who was in the room and I went, who are you? Why are you here? Then all of a sudden I thought, Oh, I got told intuitively darkness of the kid with depression takes darkness of the fairy and so they were helping take the darkness from my 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 da my daughter when she was younger and 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 do that because sometimes in order for darkness to go away we need to meet it with darkness right sometimes when someone is of ego we need to meet them with a little bit of ego right and if somebody's with sorrow we need to meet it with sorrow so sometimes we have to meet things where they're at to help them and so checking in with why something's there instead of all of a sudden, I'm scared, right? Because what does that do? It gives an empowerment. So we don't always know why something's there, right? We don't always know something's there. So going back to this young man that, that Michelle had in her house that, thank you, Michelle, let me for using you here, um, that, you know, he had some sorrow there. He had, he had um, trauma and drama that happened in that house. So that's why a part of him stayed there. And, um, and sometimes we have people who, let's say, um, commit suicide or uh, you're more, thank you, Michelle, for being you, that, you know, it's one of those things that, that um, you know, there's these things that happen. And we, if we have an understanding why something's there, many times we can let it and help it move on. And, you know, there again, you know, if you go into an insane asylum or you go into these places that are very haunted, you know, no, you know, we can help some of the souls, but we can't help all of them, right? Because they're so there. They're so there. And... And then, you know, going into like my house, you know, my house was a little bit busy at first when I first moved in. And that's the thing is when we first move into a house, oh my gosh, what is the better time to go around? And as I'm holding my Kong shell again, for those on podcast, that you want to smudge, you want to cleanse that house. You want to make that house yours before you even bring in property right? If you have the opportunity, you don't want to bring your own prop, your own stuff in because it's easier to cleanse a house when there's nothing there. And if you're leaving, it's almost nice to the, the next owners to, to cleanse it, to release you from being there. Like I would totally go through and cleanse this house when I'm leaving because there's a lot of things that happen in this house. And I know taking my stuff out is going to do one, one stage of it or, um, or me saying goodbye is going to do another stage of it. 
but it is that moment of, of where we're at and what we're doing. So cleansing a house when you first move in is the greatest thing you can do because you never know who has been living there. And if you are out in the country, if you are out in, let's say, a house that hasn't been used in a while, you know, if it's been a little bit empty for a little while, empty space gets filled. And usually spirit likes to fill up empty space. Uh, uh, let's see. Yeah, what did you say, Michelle? Um, I'm reading it real quick here. As it was a minute. If you're um, planning, if you plan on moving, I want first dibs on your place. <laughs> No, I'm not moving, but thank you. I know I love this house. My husband has challenged me to move a couple of times and I am saying, unless we know where we're moving, unless I know what's happening, I am not moving, <laughs> but I'll let you know, Michelle, <laughs> I'll let you know. Um, cause this house is amazing. This house, and I would have to give it to a caretaker who can deal with it because I have a pond and I have these things that would have to stay. And I know things change after you leave. I know they do, but yeah. <laughs> so thank you, Michelle, for that idea. So going into the story of who we are and what we're doing. Spirit is going to be with us, right? Spirit is going to be around us. This is, tis the season. Tis the season. You may smell, you know, your um, aunt around you when you're cooking, right? You may smell um, your grandmother around you when you're baking cookies at Christmas time. It, it's it's going to be a time of season. So make sure that you put up talismans in windows if you notice that there's a lot of energy coming in that and you can feel energy even if you're not intuitive you kind of go hmm what's that going on like i have a um cemetery that's over just a little bit over and i have a lot of protection especially this is my spiritual room and so i have a lot of protection my bedroom up is upstairs i also have a lot of protection in those windows because the first bombardment is this way right and I've also had um, this other understandings. So going into the story, be empowered when you're around spirit. Be empowered. It's kind of like a child, you know, no spirits, not like children, but you want to be empowered and you, and it's not powerful, the mind ego, it's empowered to say, this is my home. I'm caretaker. Please trust me with it. I'm going to take what good care of it. You need to leave. And you can call in deities, angels, Archangel Michael, Jesus, Mother Mary, to help you out with that. You can also do that. If you're not feeling right yourself, remembering if we are open to spirit, i.e. drinking, i.e. all these different things, we are and we're sitting at a bar and we may not feel right coming home. Make sure you smudge yourself to get rid of that sense of who you, of those things. So, you know, we can pick up energies in other places. So if somebody's a little bit off or not doing quite right, right, a little bit more depressed than normal or something, check in to see if they have a spirit attached to them that was depressed. It's not always the truth, but it's a possibility. Tis the season, right? Tis the season. So I hope I can help you. And remembering, if you need any help with this, 
I am so available. I love to do house clearings and blessings. I can do it virtually. I can also do it um, in home. I live in Northwest Washington, and so I can do it in the region that I'm in. Uh, Michelle just happens to, to live pretty close to me. So going into this now, I would, I love to take, I, like I said, I do hope this helps. And uh, I am Natasha Venter. I'm a multi-life intuitive. I really enjoy working with spirit. I've had a lot of practice with it, <laughs> had a lot of practice with it. So at this part of the show, I love to pull Oracle cards. I haven't been able to pull Oracle cards for quite a while because I have had actually uh, uh, guests on my show. So Susie Parker Goings is my, um, the first of the month. Then the second of the month, I just happened to have, um, uh, 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 Boo Garcia who has his own podcast and he's been, we talked about sobriety on that one. And then, um, my friend Regan Forreston is on the third Sundays or third Wednesdays of the month at four o'clock. And today is my day. So today I'm pulling our oracle cards. These guys have been quite busy. So these are these are the wisdom of the oracle cards that I can pull. So if you're looking to have a card pull, please let me know. Um, I also have the gentle creatures that want to speak today. These are just such cute cards. I love these gentle creatures. And then I read the card. Hi, Soba. Um, uh, glad I remembered your life. Yes. And how's your daughter? Oh, how's your daughter? I have been sending prayers. I've been sending love. I've been praying that the doctors had good hands. I hope she's um, negotiating her surgery well. I've been was going to email you. Um, uh, gentle creatures, please. Okay, I'll do gentle creatures. So those are those are the two. Um, uh, I hope that she's doing good. So Michelle, what I want you to do. Um, uh, yes, please. Who do you want? Do you want um, the um, Wisdom of Avalon, um, Veronica, or the um, ooh, the um, Gentle Creatures? Okay, so Michelle, what I want you to do is I want you to put out the intention. Whatever you're wanting the universe to know or ask, you don't have to ask it here. Just put it out there as a thought, like a text. Just put it out there in the ether waves, um, and I will... Um, this is for Michelle Brooks. There we go. There's the connection. Um, yes, I'll do a card. So uh, I will definitely do a card for you. So um, I need to... Ah! Well, that deck just fell all over the place. I'll have to pick them up. <laughs> Wisdom of the Oracle or Gentle Creatures. And I'm doing one for Michelle here. Oh, creatures. Okay. okay, Michelle. Cleanse them again. Get my intention back again after that deck. Whoa, 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 whoa. Okay, there we go. <laughs> I guess you needed a reading. <laughs> okay, so... These two cards came out for you, uh, Michelle. So, oops, we're going to do this one first. Guardian. I love this deck. Let me try to get at least the, so the guardian. So there's the owls with, and these creatures are just creatures. And then this little guy down here is, um, it looks like the figure eight. 
but we will look at it. So the owls. So this is the guardian. And then the next one is wander. Wander. And look at this little creature looking through the spyglass. Wander. And uh, I don't see anybody else, but there's like a bag or something with them. And then he's looking out into space. Okay. So, um, so guardian, guardian. So I'm going to read guardian for you. This, these I read, um, I don't read, um, I read, I'll read a little bit, but, uh, let's see. Guardian, guardian. Okay. So Michelle, please, everybody give me uh, grace with a little bit of reading here because <laughs> oh, I got to clean up those decks. Um, okay. So guardian. The job of guarding, okay, let me do this. The job of guarding infinity is no small thing. Three watchful guardians observe as our gentle friend contemplates the bottle that holds the infinite light. That's what it is, the infinite light down there at the bottom, okay? This is the source of all sacred things of the world. Within the bottle lies hope along with sorrow, fear along with courage. It is all things to all creatures. To, to be asked to be the keeper of this light is an immense task, but one that is an, but one that is younglings has accepted. When you accept the task of caring for something, you take on the similar role. Each part that you, we may play is woven into the greater whole. You are being asked if you are ready to assume the mantle of guardianship in some new way. Only you can know the answer, but remember this. There is always be others helping. You will never be alone in this work. I hope that makes sense. So if you're just joining, I'm pulling card, Oracle cards. Okay. And then this one is wonder, wonder. And this is for Michelle. So remember that if I'm reading a card, that if you, if a card resonates or a message resonates for you, it is meant for you too. Just because I'm pulling for one person doesn't mean I'm pulling for any, I'm not pulling for you at the same time. So wonder, 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 wonder. Okay. So here's a quick message for wonder. This is still for Michelle. Our gentle astronomer, didn't say that right, but you know what I mean, gazes through the telescope to see into the field of silver wonders above. A bird keeper, a bird keeps company listening to the words of awe and wonder that come forth. Deep into the night, they watch the cosmic lanterns dance across the black velvet of the sky. They are amazed every time they see a new star. The one they see every time inspires them to continuously seek into the inkling depths of the space to see any new friends they might find. When is the last time you approached your life with wonder? 
Let the beauty of a wildflower growing unexpectedly awe you. It is time to examine your own soul. Go out to wander into this vast land. Let yourself look at life with open, loving bewilderment for a time. Not everything has to make sense. It, it will all unfold. That's the promise of the cosmic wonders we call stars. I hope that helped you. Uh, hi, Chanley. How you doing? Okay, so I hope that helps. So let's see. It was uh, uh, Veronica was next. You're more than welcome. Yep. I know there's a lot of things in our world that doesn't make sense right now. And we're all wondering what is going on. Wonder can help. Being in wonder can help a lot uh, to make sense of that. May, wow, makes perfect sense. <laughs> You're more than welcome. Okay, so Veronica, this one is for you. You know the, the, the interactions of this. Ah, Michelle, are you ready? Do you need a reading? I'm getting a hit that maybe there's some stuff going on for you that um, can, uh, woo! Okay, uh, Veronica, this one, loss. We haven't had this one. Uh, let's see, I'll read the, um, I'll read about your daughter here in a minute, So, but I'm, but I'm in the middle of this card, so I want to honor that moment, okay? So loss. Wow, look at that. Isn't that magical, though? Little creature sitting there in wonderment. In wonderment. <laughs> so loss. I know you're going through a lot, my dear. Oop, wrong deck. Loss. Oh. To right place, loss. Okay, this is for you, Veronica. And remember, if anybody else, if this sings true for you, this card is also meant for you. Grief moves among us like a figure in a foggy river. This gentle creature mourns the loss of his winged friend. Even knowing that the moth had a short life cycle, there is still the feeling of loss. Losing someone to death, distance, Disagreement leaves an empty space inside. This card illustrates that everyone mourns in their own way. One turns away to gaze into the coming light, hope for another winged beauty. The other looks directly into the mouth of remembering the beauty of its dancing golden wings. Each is right. Let no one tell you how us how to grieve our losses, even if ones we know had to come. Lean into your emotions and let them flow through you. Sadness will not end you. Rather, it will wash out the pain as you can begin to honor that what was. What is remembered lives? You will move on. 
from this point, carrying the good memories with you. Boy, isn't that significant for where you're at, Veronica? You know, I almost feel like there's another card here that... Um, so this one's past. This is another card that's come up for you. I'm not going to read it, but we can either look back into the past, like this, remember this card, we've done this card for you before, but this past is um, the, the front bicycle is, is looking forward. This is what's in the past. And then we have um, the creature back here that's looking too. So with that, right now we're in the cycle of, um, we're in the cycle. <laughs> I love the synchronicity. We're in the cycle of, of the planets triggering us to look back. So while well, my past boyfriend or husband did this to me, and now my, my present husband or boyfriend or girlfriend um, is doing something that almost is the same thing. So the outcome is going to be the same thing, right? Not always. Remember how we do we'll deal with it, how we cycle through it differently, different perception, different knowing. I know I've had a lot of conversations lately that have triggered old patterns. And the other person and I both had the intention that we didn't want to go back into the past. And we didn't. And we didn't. Right? So keep looking forward, my dear. Keep looking forward, right? Keep looking forward. Let part of you look back for good memories. But the sad ones, keep looking forward. Or not the sad ones, but the more troubled ones. The ones that create patterns, right? Okay. So Soba, you wanted um, a card. And um, Chanley, uh, Chaley, did you want a card also? Um, I'm glad that things are okay for you. I know things have been difficult for a lot of us. Uh, the deck's on the ground, and actually that deck's out of sorts, so I'm not even going to deal with it. So if anybody would like a deck, um, the gentle creatures is the deck of the day. Um, that was right on. Oh, I'm glad. I'm right. I'm glad. Um, okay. So Soba, um, yes, please. Okay, I will do that. So Soba, um, if you don't mind, um, me saying that you're because you said it last week on my show that your daughter was going to have surgery and she did so um she's doing well her surgery was long surgeon and his team were amazing and pro um, professional great um they got her neck corrected by 70 percent, but still she needs another surgery in four days Oh, wow. Yeah, that's a lot for the body. And remembering that, like, I was, it was funny, the synchronicities. I was watching a little video through Facebook, you know, those little slants that come through. And and this one woman, she had surgery for scoliosis. And um, and she, um, she had surgery, right? And the surgeons did a good job and everything was good. But after a while, that the pins started bothering her, right? And so she had to go in and get the pins taken out. Well, guess what? She was straighter, right? So remember, Soba, that what has happening now, I'm grateful that that's happening. And her body will retrain itself, will realign itself. And then the future, if the future where if something has to change a little bit, remembering that it's an evolution and it's a story. And so there was something about that. I was actually going to get a hold of you and, and let you know that, 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 you know, the future story isn't always that this surgery is going to stay 100% all the time. 
And I'm not getting intuitively that it is or isn't. I'm not saying that. But evolution, changes can happen. And there was a reason why I, that came across me. So my love is with you. So here's a card for you, Soba. Um, and then, um, Chaley, I'm going to do yours too. So this one's for you, Soba. And if you need to look back on it um, and get it, I will do that. So this is for Soba. That's funny. That deck just fell out of my hands and uh, off the thing and said, I'm out of commission. So this is for Soba. Here's that deck. Okay, so about this is what your intention is. There we go. Got an alignment. Okay, so about, oh, woo! I guess that's the card. I was looking at this card also. This card was coming out for you. Okay. So. Spontaneity. Spontaneity was one card for you, Soba. Look at this. Isn't that cute? Jump, spontaneity. Being spontaneity. And then friendship. And friendship. Okay, so spontaneity is the one that I'm supposed to read. SP. Opened right up to it almost. Never miss an opportunity for fun. I know you've been quite serious lately, Soba. So, uh, never miss an opportunity for fun. If there is a chance to make a big splash, take it. Maybe later you haven't been reaching out to take advantage of, an, of offers from others. Here's a reminder that is a very good thing to say yes. Time to say yes to come for... Ah, let me start that sentence over. I apologize. Here's a reminder that is very important and good things to say. Yes, to say some playful time. Find a friend who needs the same shakeup in their lives. Then make it an adventure. Remember that time, like water, is ever moving. You miss the moment when you say, later, or I'm too busy. This card reminds you to get ready for some impromptu fun. It may be only a small thing, but the memory will always outlast, outlast the moment. Ask yourself this, what have I said no to in the past that, that I've regretted? What is holding me back from shouting yes to times to the offers. You are allowed some spontaneity in your life. Do not short yourself on moments of delight. It can buy you through some other times in life where you just need to pull from the memory of this moment. So I know that you're going through a lot, Soba, um, right now. But remembering that sometimes just stopping off and having a joyful moment on the way to the hospital or that kind of thing can give you a breath of fresh air. And remembering your whole family is going through what you're going through. So maybe give them all a moment to play at the park or something. Have some joy. Have some joy. Okay. 
and remembering that you do have the friends around you, that you do have the friends around you to get you through to the light. So find those friends, reach out to your friends and have conversation. Okay. Um, time is ticking. So I'm going to go to Chanley now and then um, that will be my last one. Thank you all for watching. Um, and uh, I'm feeling so blessed. So this is for you, Chanley. Chaley, sorry. <sighs> In moments here. Okay. Cleanse the cards. Cleanse me. Cleanse my moment so I can be in clear channel, clear voice. There we go. There we go. Realign myself. Okay, Chaley. So if you've missed this show, this show was about spirit and, and how to negotiate the spirits around you. We are coming into the season. So if you are coming in at the end here, please remember that you can go back and watch this. This has been, a um, I'm hoping, a good, insightful show. And I'm grateful to be here with you. Okay, Chaley, here we go. No worries. Nope, that's not it. Okay, Put more shuffles here. It's your intention, Chaley. There we go. Hmm, family. Oh, look at that card. Isn't that cute? Family and family's not all about blood either, is it? I don't know why I said that, but there's something about that. Family's not always about blood. So, family, let me get to that card. And then, family, okay, Chaley, Chan, Chaley. There we go. My dyslexia has been really bad lately, stirred up. Family is a funny thing, it is not always chosen but it's always a matter of love here we see a couple welcoming a newborn into their unit the two younglings tug on a branch demonstrating the toughness doesn't mean we are pulled in the, the same direction at all at the same time being a member of the core group bringing you the best and the worst things. You always have someone there to stand up for you and be with you. Their loyalty is a thing of true embrace. However, you will always have those who know you well enough to call you out when you mess up. The blessing is that they won't abandon you after they tell you what you did wrong. They will be there as you work to greater your mistake. Family goes both ways. Whether it is chosen or blood family takes moments to honor their own commitment. As you have been there for them, they will be there for you. Ask yourself what family looks like to you. So there's that time. It's time to question who is there for you and with you and know that um, you're always loved, my dear. I know you don't always, you don't have family. And I've, I remember that. But there's something about that you can walk out and hug a tree and that tree can be your family. You can go and um, pet a cat or a dog and they can be your family.
Remember, family isn't always what we perceive, but we have to right now break out of our box and become a part of something because this is a time for us all to be together. And it takes a little bit, um, uh, you know, it takes a little bit to negotiate it and, and to get out of what we think we have. Um, I don't know an answer for a lot of some things. You know, I have a scenario in my family that I, I can't, I can't get the answers for them because it's up to them, right? We have to create our own story in our own box because things are happening. Things are happening. My love is ev with everybody and remembering that these are times that are kind of crazy and the best thing we can do is look in the mirror and see how we can do different with our own lives because that's going to make the magic in our lives. Um, uh, I know you don't have friends around you, but um, I can relate to the other things in, you mentioned. Fun is important and being grateful and focused is all ple pleasing. I have in my life. Yes, thank you for you, Soba. You, I know you're going through a lot. You haven't been around friends, but remembering that um, when you can reach out to someone, you can. And I'm grateful that you've reached out to me, and I hope I can help you um, with that. And uh, you all are very well wake welcome. I am loving to be here as a support for you and negotiate the world. I wish that I had more time in the day to be friends with everyone. But I want you to know that I send angels to you. I send your guides to love you and hug you and guide you. I send um, anybody and anybody of divine love to be there with you, to stand with you as you are all going through something. And blessings be to you and remembering what we concept can happen. So if you want more friends, you got to go out and reach for it. And I know, Soba, you're in a place in a major thing that's happening in your life. And so, friends, it's not you're not going to stay there. But at the same time, I'm hoping that, you know, you can reach out to someone that you know, even if it's by phone. Blessings all to everyone. Next Wednesday at 4 o'clock Pacific time, I will um, um, I will be on with Susie um Susie Parker Goins, and it'll be right after Halloween. And so it will be a magical time with spirit. And guess who is good with talking with spirits also? So Susie and I will have a great conversation about that, I'm thinking. Add on to this one. So blessings all to all and remembering that you are all magical. It's us to believe it, though. See you next Wednesday at four o'clock Pacific time. And please watch my, um, my pod, uh, every day with an angel podcast shorts videos to bring in inspiration to you. I love to be inspirational because we're all going through something Bye now. And if you know of somebody who can use my assistance, please let them know about me. Blessings to you. Bye now. There we go up there. Bye now.